This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Seven AM, Ben Woods. Uh, Luke tweets in on our discussion about the Padres' offense and uh, Michael Berdar, the hitting coach, leaving for the Detroit Tigers. By the way, you know that's going home back to Michigan. Padres didn't, I think, want to stand in his way. Yeah. Luke tweets: How does a full season of Tatis impact the offensive numbers as a team? We were just talking about that during the break. You get forty-two home runs, just you know, taken right off the top with no Tatis this past season. He said, "Well, they added Soto and Bell and Drury." I would say the three of those guys together, I don't have it right in front of me. Well, how, how many home runs did they hit once they joined the Padres? I have no idea. I don't, not a lot. A, a dozen? <laughs> between them. I mean, between the three of them, it felt like about that, not including the playoffs. If you if you take away the, what, five or so they hit in the playoffs, I don't think you're much more than 10 to 15 home runs with those three guys in in August and September. Most of them by Drury. You know, Soto only had a couple. Bell, I think, only had a couple, so... You know that is a, a big that is a big drop, and considering the Padres kind of held around the same offensively without Tatis, you yeah. could almost say that that is uh, an evidence of a good job done by Michael Berdar last it, it, season. It, it was just so eerily similar. Got, some guys had better years, some guys had terrible years. The three guys that we added at the deadline, and again, man, Josh Bell and Brandon Drury. And Juan Soto, they all have their own hitting approaches, right? That they have honed themselves through years of playing baseball. Uh, Brandon Jury probably got some nuggets from the Reds pitching coach. Uh, Juan Soto and Josh Bell got some from the Nationals hitting coach. They don't come over here and go, hey, I'm ready to scrap everything I'm doing and buy into the Michael Berdar system of hitting. It's funny because I think it's logical as fans for us to ask, what is this 27-year-old kid going to teach to Manny Machado or even Juan Soto. I mean, some of the greatest hitters on the planet. Right. But, you know, even Tiger Woods had swing coaches. Sure. Butch Harmon, Hank Haney. I mean, clearly Tiger probably knows more than they do and certainly can play better than they do. But everyone needs a sounding board, you know, someone that they can work with and, you know, just hold them accountable and keep track of what they're doing. I mean, that's part of what a coach does. I think a lot of people assume... Well, he's like he's not—he's not a little league coach. He's not in there to teach everybody how to hit. How to hit? 
He's there to facilitate their their own personal workouts and routines and, you know, monitor and, and keep some numbers and, you know, just show them some things at the right time. That's what hitting coaches do. They're not breaking down everybody's swing to the nuts and bolts and rebuilding them from square one every year. This is the big leagues. That's not what coaches do in the big leagues. That's exactly right. I mean, and, Bob and, Melvin's not teaching people how to play baseball in spring training. This is not, this is not nine-year-old T-ball little league. This is the big leagues. They all know what they're doing. It's refinements. It's 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 giving it's, some some direction, some big picture, some data. Absolutely. The, and again, it's it's a guy. Again, we talked about the Astros yesterday with with Blummer, and uh, you know, you talk about what they do analytically, the way that they train. We've heard about that from Eno Saris. Those are the things I think a guy can bring to the table. Uh, different ways to look at it. Different ways to train. I I take you take golf, Ben. You bring up golf. I got lessons from a human being, and I it took me only so far. Once I went to another place that could break down my swing on video, that put me into the next level, right? A much, much better player than I was. And again, I couldn't have gotten there without the help of a human being and his naked eye helping me with my golf swing and my grip and my stance and where to all that, right? But then you go in and you break it down, and you can always learn something. Um, Tiger Woods probably... At the end of the day, I don't know that Tiger Woods himself could make me a better golfer. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just knows what to do. I think Manny Machado, again... Just like Tony Gwynn didn't necessarily have the best hitting teams at San Diego State. Exactly. He couldn't make them all hit like him. Yeah, they're not all him. You know, it's easy, guys. Just throw the knob to the ball and you'll get, you know, you'll bat 392. Like, it just doesn't happen. So, um, it, it, it is, I do think, I do think we put a lot... I, I do think we put too much on on hitting coaches. Sometimes I do, and and the fact that we're running through them, you know, it would be nice, like you said, continuity. But you want continuity. Ryan Flaherty, who is again expected to get the promotion, he's been here a while, man, and and everybody loves Flash. Um, they have T-shirts with Flash's face on them. They love Flash. He got to manage a few games. Yeah, remember, he did. Uh, when uh, when Bob Melvin and Ryan Christensen were both out, right? Did we talk to him? I think we did. did yeah, think we had we him did. on that yeah, way. Yeah, he was great. He interim, was great. interim manager Ryan Flaherty. Well, and Adam Jones, who played with Flash, has told us, you know, how much everybody loves and respects him. So that's good, man. It's gonna, it's going to be a familiar voice in the clubhouse. Need a contestant for Take on Woods? Was he coming off a win yesterday? But uh, we have had some qualifiers this month. If you want to take a stab at winning a trip to Vegas, two nights, spa treatments, private VIP pod at the Superbook, uh, please call now eight three three two eight eight. 0973. It's our head to head musical trivia challenge. I think most of you know how it works, but you need to call to play 833 288 0973. Later this uh, hour, in fact, one hour from now, we had uh, old friend Jeff Blum on yesterday. We got old friend Matt Strom, former pitcher, coming on as he heads into free agency after his uh, season with the Red Sox this year. Had a pretty good year. But it reminded me that it was uh, right around a year ago, maybe in the off season, give or take a few weeks, that we had Maddie on last year, and you were it was a little bit uh, wasn't that long ago, yeah, uh, March. So it was just before the season this yep. last year yep. when, when we talked to Matt the last time, and he had just signed. He had just signed with the yep. Red Sox, so you were willing to you wanted to help him out essentially, yeah. get him ready for the Fenway. Faithful. <laughs> well, I've been to games at Fenway Park, you know, a lot of interaction with Red Sox fans over the years. Uh, grew up in Connecticut, 
know them very well. Very, very well. A very, very passionate fan base they are. And uh, it, just to bring some context in, if you don't know Matt Strom, he is very passionate about pitching and about his baseball card collecting. In fact, he hosted a whole show on Valley Sports while he was here and even afterwards about baseball cards. I mean, the guy loves collecting cards. Yes. So you uh, you wanted to make sure he was ready for the uh, the Sox Nation. The Fenway faithful, yeah. as it were. I know it's spring training. You're getting your body ready. I wanted to help you this morning on Ben and Woods. I wanted to help you get your mind right. Okay? Get your get yeah. your mind ready for what may come. Now, we're going st- to start in. The first clip could be potentially something that you may hear at Fenway Park in April. Here we go, Pauly. All right. Hey, Strom, welcome to Boston. Okay, there you go. You're looking good. Hey, welcome to Boston. Good to have you. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. So then let's say you hit a bit of a, and we, you know us, and we hope you go out and win the Cy Young. We we love you. Oh, yeah. We're not wishing hey, anything bad on you. Even Cy Young winners have down days. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can have a zero ERA until June, and you, you give, give up, up one bomb run, yeah. in July. They're going to turn oh, on yeah. you quickly. So here's, uh, Especially here's, if it's a home run to the Yankees. That's yeah. exactly then right. Then you're done. So here's what it might sound like uh, mid-season for you, Matt. Hey, Strom. More pitching, less card collected. Big card collector. Okay, I know you're into the, the hobby. So they're going to use that. They're going to know. Yeah, they know it, and they're going to use it against you. All right, so brace yourself. All right, so now the season has slogged on, and maybe the Red Sox are five games out of the, the race. And you go out and you, you yep. have you have a clunker, as you know, it happens yep. to everybody. This is like this is like September, Red Sox fan. Ready? All right, yep. Yep. Hey Strom, f you! Alright, so strap in, just be ready. Cause you you never know. You never know what's gonna happen. You, you didn't hear that a lot of Petco Park on that. No, no, not not too much of Petco. <laughs> Love that guy. I do. And uh, looking forward to catching up with Matt Strom at 8 o'clock this morning. We don't have a new team for him yet, so no uh, fan base preparation this time. No, no. Strom, more pitching, less card collecting. I I am curious how it went for him. We'll be asking him. Did he get some heckles? He had a good year. He had a really good year. You know, there was one or two days that he probably liked to forget. Strom, f you! (laughs) (laughs) They are nasty there, dude. I have. They, like. They're 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 as as tough as it gets. I know that you know Philly's got the reputation, uh, but Boston Fenway Red Sox fans they're as tough as it gets. Period. Right. Speaking of tough as it gets, how about a little game of Take on Woods? It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Well, let's see, uh, let's see. Is this Peter on the line? Go to the top of the board, not screening all our calls here. P- uh, good morning. You're on with Ben and Woods. Yeah, this is Pete. Pete. All right, Pete, you're our contestant today. You've called in. You're ready to take on Woods. Chance to uh, win that trip to Vegas? Yes, I am. All right, uh, you'll go first. Woods has left the studio. He doesn't hear this part. If you can uh, beat or tie him, five questions. We'll put you into the drawing for our grand prize two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas, home of the Superbook. It's the world's largest race and sportsbook. You'll get a private VIP pod there when you are in Vegas and spot treatment for two at Serenity Spa. You get to choose our category today. Here are your choices, Pete. 
We got Family Guy still. Uh, five song titles and musical artists that contain the word family. Again and against. Five song titles including the word either again or against. And our new category, Gimme Gimme Gumdrops. Uh, five song titles that begin with Gimme. Not Give Me, just Gimme. I found five of them. So of those three, Family Guy, Again and Against, or Gimme Gimme Gumdrops, what would you like to play, Pete? Let's go again and again. Again and against. Okay, five song titles that include either the word again or against. You get 60 seconds. If you don't know an answer, pass. We'll come back to it if there's still time on the clock, and we'll start with our two-second song. To score the point, Polly will play a little music for you. You need to give me the title and the artist, uh, and then you'll get full credit. We'll go on from there. Pete, you ready to play? Ready. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck. Category again and against. Let's take on Woods. Here I go again. By Correct. It's the way Bob Seger was running in a 1980 hit from the album of the same name. Against the Wind. Correct. The music video for which song features the members of Blink-182 running naked through the streets of L.A.? Take a Look at Me Now is the subtitle to which 1984 romantic ballad by Phil Collins? Against All Odds. Correct. The Who sings Meet the New Boss, Same as the Old Boss, in which 1971 hit that was named one of the 500 best songs of all time by Rolling Stone. Won't get fooled again. Correct. The music video for which song features the members of Blink-182 running naked through the streets of L.A.? What's my age again? Boom! There you go. Very nicely done. Pete, you will qualify for the Vegas trip, no doubt about it. Hang on the line for a couple of minutes. Paul, you'll get your information. Now it's just a question of whether Woods can match you. Yeah, here I go again against the wind. What's my age again against all odds? Won't get fooled again. All right, now he comes back into the studio. Completely in the dark on the category, Pete's score and everything. Headphones on. Reset all our music. Reset the questions. 60 seconds back on the clock. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Pete. Here I go again, Whitesnake. Correct. It's the way Bob Seger was running in a 1980 hit from the album. Against of the, the Wind. Correct. The music video for which song features the members of Blink-182 running naked through the streets of L.A.? Just going to guess. All the small things? Incorrect. Take a Look at Me Now is the subtitle to which 1984 romantic ballad by Phil Collins? Take a look at uh, Against All Odds. Correct. The Who sings Meet the New Boss, Same as the Old Boss, Meet in which 1971 hit that was named one of the 500 same best songs of all time by Ronald Stone. Uh, what the hell's the name of it? Uh, Meet the New Boss. Uh, uh, won't get fooled again. Correct! Oh, yes! And by a 5-4 score, you lose. No! Yeah. No way! <laughs> Hold on, let me get the blank one. It's, uh, so again. you get here I go again, against the wind, against all odds, won't get fooled again. What's my age and again? And what's my age Son again? Yeah, it might have been better, gun a might have been better to pass on that one and come back once you kind of figured out the category as opposed to making the guess. You think after all these months and now probably almost a couple of years doing this game. Mm-hmm. But you know, guessing is not necessarily your best strategy. No. Pete, congratulations. Hang on the line. You've won both a a chance for the trip to Vegas and a Daily Diddy selection tomorrow if you'd like to make a pick. So, yeah, I mean, think about this. You go pretty fast. So you always have a good 15 seconds at the end because you go quickly, generally. And if you don't know one for sure, if you get the other ones, you can then go through the titles and kind of. Are you Ben explaining to me how to play a game that I'm like. 
with a 900 winning percentage. I'm like the hitting coach for uh, yeah, Take on Woods here. I know I'm not how as to good. play Take on I Woods. I know I'm not as good as you are at <laughs> Nobody's it, better at it than give, me. I can give you some pointers to try to refine your game a I, I little bit. I don't need them. Hold it in just a bit. You <laughs> I know? don't need Clean them. Clean it up, Woods. Not, Stop get, swinging at that cur- that slider I off get the outside corner. Four out of five. He's I, like, well, actually. I gave you a slider on the outside corner. You should have taken it. Waited for a better pitch. What is my winning percentage? It's got to be 850. I'd, I, I'd say about 837 <laughs> over the years. Yeah. Hey, that's a when you knock out five in a row, that's a damn good day, man. I don't mind losing 5-4. That is... That's a good ass. It day. was no. He, he What's his name? Pete. Pete. Pete earned it for He's sure. Going up against a guy that just threw a one hit shutout. Pistol Pete. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I get, I get that one hit. They're like, hey. I mean, some days you win, some days you lose. This guy Ben's playing me. How did? What's the proper way <laughs> to win eight out of ten? Damn it! I don't know that I would have gotten it though. I don't think I had it. Maybe not. Here I maybe it was just here I go happen. again. Against what was the t- again and against again and against okay that was the name of the well, category. if I had the if I had the you would have known for sure yeah that's what I mean you definitely operated at a disadvantage sometimes in this game. I'm it's easily you can easily find out what the theme is and then other days I'm just lost it's harder when it's like one of two words sometimes it's one word sometimes it's two words bro against all odds is one of my favorite songs I was gonna say that is all. If time. there's a Phil Collins, like, top of the charts one. <laughs> but you coming back to me! I mean, dude, what a jam. But this one kicks ass. Uh, you were just talking about how uh, tough Red Sox Boston fans can be. I got Philly fan in the crosshairs for Don't Do This coming up next and how ridiculous and difficult a Philly fan <laughs> can be. This is so gnarly. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, and then uh, our breakfast TED Talk. My breakfast oh my, oh TED Talk. I cannot, I cannot wait. wait. Coming up in about 20 minutes, so stay tuned for that. It's oh, been please a stay tuned for that. We will uh, be back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. We're halfway through the NFL season. How have your bets been doing? The BetQL app uses proven data and analytics to help you make smarter bets on everything from pro football to college, basketball, and more. BetQL looks at every bet from every game, ranks them on a scale of one to five stars, with those five-star bets being your best chances to cash in. Losing money, no fun. Winning is. Get started today. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. All right, I will start with uh, Philly fans whose expectations may be a little unrealistic. And uh, this comes out of our friends at uh, WIP, uh, John Marks, and now um, our friend Devin Caney. Devin Caney, who we had on recently, joining that morning team. Yo, yeah. call me when you get your vote! Philly, So, man. obviously, Ooh. the Eagles, after starting 8-0, and lost on Monday Night Football to the Washington Commanders. Didn't play particularly well. And I'm not sure if this was just a test the fan base or if this was a legitimate question or not could have been a bit wip morning show which is called wip morning show original uh asked the question on twitter should the eagles fire defensive coordinator jonathan gannon that's one thousand percent i mean it should be a bit yeah and is he on the hot seat? The old Rocky Long is to the radio station. To the what kind Eagles? of radio show would ever do that? Right, Jonathan Gannon is he related to your uh, your your wife? Um, distant cousin. What about is he related so. to former quarterback Rich Gannon? Gannon. That could he be just, possible too. When he hears the name, it just it's over. to Eagles fans' credit, yeah, no, did win the poll. It was nine thousand plus votes. Big number, fifty-eight percent. You got to be 40, kidding me. Forty-one point four percent. Almost 42% of Eagles fans think they should can the defensive coordinator after one loss in an 8-1 and one record. There was no way they were winning all their games. I mean, that is tough. I see. I mean, I, I mean, when people say we're soft in San Diego, maybe they're right. I see people 
Because I don't put coaches on the hot seat after one loss. I saw people wanting to fire Bob Melvin after losing in the NLCS. Like, it's the NLCS. The NLCS isn't something that happens here every year. Bob that's Melvin. at least the end of the season. Yeah. Bob Melvin. Now, if they had asked, they wanted him to be fired for bringing Robert Suarez in in the opener against the Diamondbacks Bob and losing, that's what Day this one. poll would be like. Pretty much. <laughs> Freaking Philly. Never change, actually, by the way, Philly. Never change. Uh, Yo, call me when you get your vote. You can vote in the poll. Yeah, interesting story here. Broncos linebacker Aaron Patrick has filed a lawsuit against the NFL, the Rams, and the Los Angeles Chargers, SoFi Stadium, ESPN, and other entities alleging negligence. Does he want them to move back to St. Louis and San Diego? He he does not. (laughs) He does want them to fix their sideline, though. Uh, He was running out of bounds, and he is suing them. He tore his ACL in an October 17th game while they were playing the Los Angeles Chargers. So the injury ended his season, limited his earnings, obviously, for the uh, 2022 season due to a split contract that reduces his pay when he's unable so to take the field. So how did he hurt himself? So his momentum during the play, Benny, carried him onto the sideline. The suit says he attempted to avoid contract with the NFL's TVA liaison, commonly referred to as the green hat guy. All right, there's, right? A, lot, there's a lot of people on the sideline. You run into the sideline, you're going to have to avoid someone. But his foot rolled up on one of the mats that was covering up the cords and the cables that were attached to the league's replay monitor. Okay. He is seeking relief from pain and suffering and, of course, the old emotional distress. Now... So you may look at this and say, well, this seems frivolous. This has got to be a frivolous lawsuit. That's what I'm thinking, because it's not like, hey, we guess we shouldn't have had an ice skating rink surrounding the football field. I mean, you got to have cables. They they covered them. They did kind of what they could. What's the problem here? Well, in 2018, a judge in Missouri ruled that uh, the Rams, they were then in St. Louis, they had to pay Reggie Bush out $12.5 million. He filed a lawsuit against the team. Uh, back in 2015, he slipped on a concrete barrier the, on the field and suffered a torn meniscus that ended his season. So it, it there is precedent All right, well, here. that one I remember. And that one you said, why didn't they have some sort of like coating or something? Because you have cleats on and you hit that concrete and you start skidding. That felt a little negligent of the stadium and stadium operators, but but I'll tell you this: on the sideline that are actually covered by a like a pad. Well, so the thing is this, man: uh, a lot of players came out and then were tweeting. Cooper Cup said, "I believe that we and all teams should be playing on grass. This is an age-old issue. I believe the time to address the problem is now. Let's have the conversation." Aaron Rodgers said it too. Nick Bosa said it as well. NFL says they care about player safety, yet they can't put us on a natural. All right, I'll, surface. I'll, I'll acknowledge that grass is better. It seems like it's better, at least on players' knees, legs, health, whatever, than artificial turf. And yep. they have the technology pretty much now in most stadiums, even the indoor ones, to have like the removable grass fields and get it in there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I see the point on this. All right, finally, do do this. It's not the happy go lucky do do this, but maybe sort of the doing the right thing. Uh, updating this morning on just the terrible story out of Virginia. You've heard it, I'm sure. Uh, the shooting uh, deaths of three football players by a former member of the football team, allegedly, who is in custody. Uh, this morning, Virginia has announced they will cancel their final game of the season on Saturday against Coastal Carolina. And I, I know none of that is is feel good, but I'm glad. I think that's the right thing to do in this case. I, you can make the argument, hey, let's let's play on, let's. 
You know, let's honor these guys by going out on the field and, and playing the game. I just don't think that's fair. I don't either. To uh, a lot of the players. I mean, it's a big football team, but obviously these guys, I'm sure, were very close with many of those players on the football oh, yeah. team. To put them in a situation where they have to go out and play what is essentially a meaningless non-conference game didn't make a lot of sense to me. So I think uh, the the wiser heads prevail here in Charlottesville, and they will cancel that last game against Coastal Carolina on Saturday. I got uh, a little audio there. Head coach Tony Elliott, I believe is yes. his name. Uh, he spoke yesterday to the media. My heart's hurting right now for, again, our university, our community, uh, the team, the players, their families, uh, the young men whose families have been impacted the most. Uh, that's where my thoughts are uh, at this time, uh, trying to provide all the resources and support uh, that I possibly can. You know, the guys are on the road to, to healing, uh, but it's going to take some time. And, and our approach is to keep them together as much as we possibly can uh, to, to make sure we, we have eyes on them uh, because nothing can prepare you for this situation and we just want to be there to support the guys and so uh, we're slowly uh, trying to process and move forward but we're we're looking for the positive and, and keeping you know close uh, close reins on each other so we can can grieve together it's emotional very emotional that is don't and do do this for a wednesday that was don't do this. Oh God, it's ben next. Woods on 97.3 The Fan. It is. Oh um, my God. By the way, just one other college football note: the uh, the new college playoff rankings out yesterday. No change in the top four. Of course, those teams are all still undefeated: Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. I thought maybe TCU would flip Quit with stalling. Michigan. Quit their stalling. win over Texas. LSU. Uh, let's see: Tennessee fifth, LSU sixth, USC seventh. What does that have to do with pancakes? That's nothing, nothing to do with breakfast whatsoever. Nothing. I just thought I could wedge that in. Wedge salad, not not a breakfast item. Not either. a breakfast item. We'll we'll go through some other. Oh God, I'm so excited. Strongly held opinions. My breakfast TED talk is next. It's coming up next here. I'm so excited. On 97 through the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hour 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Solo, the single-seat electric commuter. Visit drivesoloev.com. Are you alone? Thought so. That's why you should meet Solo, the revolutionary single-seat EV commuter. With three wheels, two doors, one seat, zero emissions, and priced under $19,000, it's the perfect vehicle for getting around. Order your Solo at drivesoloev.com. Uh, just got details in on the Nick Martinez contract from the Union Tribune. This morning, hadn't seen any numbers until now. Uh, three years, $26 million for Nick Martinez. Okay. Could be worth as much as $42 million based on opt-outs, opt-ins, and performance incentives. Here's how it breaks down. Uh, the deal starts with $10 million in 2023 next year, then $8 million in 2024 and $8 million in 2025. According to the UT, Martinez can once again opt out after 2023. So could be another one-and-done deal if he has a great season. Okay. Uh, should he perform well as a starter, increasing his value, the team has $16 million options for both 24 and 25. So, so I, guess, the, I guess that means if he opts out next year, the Padres can opt him in at twice the price. Okay. If they wanted to do that. Okay. They, they don't necessarily have to just let him go. So it's essentially it's a one-year deal. Essentially, it's a one-year, $10 million deal. No more than that okay. if he has a great year. All right. You have to have a pretty good year to opt out of that kind of money. But I would bet, yeah. If he does, that means we I guess a that's, good year. again, yeah. what AJ is, is hoping for, right? Man, you, opt-outs are You want me. these guys to have a good enough year that they opt out. It then becomes the problem at the yeah. end of the year. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, we can uh, delve further into that. Uh, later, though. Later, because now is a big, big moment. I've got something show. important to discuss with you. After this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. everybody good to see so many smiling faces out there my name is Ben Higgins and I'm here to talk about what a lot of people call the most important meal of the day it's breakfast this is my TED talk it's uh, 7.42 in the morning. A lot of you probably right now are facing the decision, what am I going to eat for breakfast? Let's let's break it down a little bit over the next few minutes because there are some rights and some wrongs when it comes to your breakfast choices. And we're going to delve into both breakfast at home as well as a good restaurant breakfast as well. They're very different animals, but uh, you can get a satisfactory meal both ways. Uh, if it's a weekday like today and you're at home, you're about to go to work, obviously you're going to have to keep it simple. Cereal is a great choice for breakfast. Now, what cereal do you choose? There are so many on the market. I find myself walking through the shopping aisles just almost paralyzed by the amount of choices that you've got nowadays as you look down in the 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 cinnamon toast crunch or your frosted flakes. But, oh, that's, that's too sugary. Should I go with something healthy? And then you look at the special K or the cornflakes, and you go, eh, that doesn't taste very good. Well, the answer is is staring you right in the face. 
we're talking about the middle ground here of cereals. The sugary cereals camouflaged to appeal to adults. I'm talking Raisin Bran Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios, Frosted Mini Wheats, maybe even some Crackling Oat Bran, really towing the line between healthy but still actually tastes good. Now, if you must eat low-sugar cereals, and, you know, that's just your lifestyle, go with a crunchy option like a Chex or a Crispix. Cornflakes get way too soggy. Stick in the crevices of your teeth. Really hard to get out. It's a very unpleasant feeling in the morning. You don't want that. Now, once it's uh, made that decision and you're ready to pour your cereal, you have to pour it the right way. There are mistakes I see made too often when it comes to pouring of the breakfast cereal. Uh, First of all, you don't want a really deep bowl. Now, it has to be, obviously, it can't be a plate. You don't eat cereal off a plate. You need a bowl. But you want a lot of surface area. You want to be able to have that milk cover a nice layer of your cereal at the bottom. Not all the way to the top. Don't over-milk your cereal. And then once you've poured in the milk, about an inch deep, covering the bottom layer of your cereal, eat from the bottom up. Go right down to the bottom, get some milk, and then as you eat the crunchy bottom cereal... The dry cereal at the top will then fall down to the bottom into the milk, replacing the soggy cereal at the bottom. It'll keep your cereal crunchy all the way through for your meal. Other acceptable weekday home options, yogurt, fruit, toast, or a muffin, English or regular. Have fun. Whatever appeals to you that morning. It's your house. It's your breakfast. All right. Now let's get to the fun stuff. Weekends, other non-work days, going out to a diner is going to usually be a better option than anything you can make at home. I know there's home chefs out there. You can tell us about your recipe for scrambling eggs or you make the best uh, waffles in town. Really, by the time you buy a dozen eggs, you buy your breakfast meats, you put them in the fridge, you've already spent way more than you're going to spend on your diner meal. You'll have some extra. Yeah, but by next weekend when you're ready to cook it all again, it's probably going to have gone bad. So going out is actually, in this case, I think the more cost-effective option for your breakfast choices. Now, the big thing here, when you're choosing where to go for breakfast, please, and I can't emphasize this enough, do not confuse breakfast with brunch. They are completely different animals. It it can be a little bit confusing to people because the BR in brunch and the UNCH, it's a combination word of breakfast and lunch. But in, es- in essence, it's its own meal. Breakfast is completely different than brunch. And I'll, I'll show you what I mean coming up here in a second. Let's start with the uh, let's start with the griddle items. Items made of batter or cooked on a griddle. Great choices for any good breakfast in the morning. However, if you add crazy toppings inside your pancakes or waffles, you're eating brunch. Let me stress that. If you put, like, bacon inside your waffle, now you've elevated it to brunch. If you even put, you know, chocolate chips in in your pancakes, I get it. It's a favorite of a lot of people, but then you're probably putting a little whipped cream on top. You are transforming breakfast into brunch. Breakfast, the only acceptable toppings for your batter, griddle items, butter and syrup. Butter has to be melty. You can't, I hate it when they give you the cold pad of butter at breakfast and they're saying, okay, now spread it on your pancakes. It's ice cold. It's going to take 10 minutes before it's even soft enough to spread. You're just ripping up the pancake all over with the butter pad. Makes no sense at all. The butter must be warmed and softened before it can be applied to your pancake 
or your waffle. It has to be. Now, if you go with a waffle, this is this is key. Belgian waffles are usually somewhat disappointing. Those are the big, taller ones. Go with the flat waffles. The more little squares provide more surface area to get a little bit crispy, crisped up, will handle the syrup a little bit better once you put it on top of the waffle. If you want to get adventurous, go for the French toast. I'm okay with you using different breads. You can go with the standard. I like a sourdough French toast, but challah is a good choice for French toast as well if you want to go that route. French toast is delicious and a great option. Let's go on to eggs. Eggs can be ordered to your preference. I will not judge. I personally like to order my eggs over medium, where the oak yolk oozes out but doesn't run all over the plate. Very hard to get right. Uh, most of the time, I order over medium. Comes out over easy. I'll live with it, but over medium is the greatest way to eat an egg. Uh, however, if you like them scrambled, you want them poached, uh, you've got uh, your own way that you like to eat eggs, go to it. It's okay to put salt, pepper, or hot sauce on your eggs. I won't judge. I like Cholula. I like Tapatio, but uh, go with whatever feels best to you. Hash browns are the king of breakfast potatoes. Home fries wish they could be hash browns. The crispy surface area is the key here on the hash browns. You want to have them flattened out nicely, crisped up on the grill, slid onto the plate, and it's crunchy. It's a delicious hash brown. That's the way to go with your breakfast potatoes. Bacon remains the king of breakfast meats. Always has been, probably always will be. You have some latitude for your sausage, your ham. Steak and eggs is always considered that gourmet option at breakfast. I rarely have had a great steak. It always tends to be this little six-ounce, thin little cut of steak that I end up wishing I had a piece of bacon instead of the steak. I just paid extra for the steak and eggs because it's always the priced option, and I'm just wishing. I think I would have been a lot happier with two strips of bacon compared to this six-ounce, chewy, rubbery steak that I have with my eggs. So avoid the steak and eggs option. Corned beef hash, one of my personal favorites. Great choice. For your breakfast. Now, homemade corned beef hash should at least try to somewhat mimic the stuff that comes out of a can. Let me explain what I'm talking about. You have to chop up the corned beef and the potatoes so they fry up nicely on the outside on that final step before you serve it onto the plate. I don't want giant corned beef pieces that belong on a sandwich on rye bread. I want tiny chopped up pieces of corned beef with tiny little chopped up potatoes put onto my plate. Now, it should always come with eggs and toast and more potatoes. This is also something that I've seen people make the mistake. They say, well, there's already potatoes in the corned beef hash. You don't need potatoes. Well, yes, you do. You need hash browns that go with the corned beef hash. They are different. They don't count together. You get potatoes with your corned beef hash. The toast should come pre-buttered, cut into triangles, the dry side facing out, meaning the bottom slice dry, the top slice dry. Flip it over, you add the jelly. Uh, my jam and jelly rankings, they come in those little, little plastic things, and you pick out which one you want. First, seedless blackberry is the best choice when it comes to the jams and jellies. Strawberry, number two. Grape, which is a bit of a, a more of a childish flavor, is number three. And number 543 is the orange marmalade with the pieces of orange peel in it. Avoid that. I'd recommend it highly. Now, let's get to Eggs Benedict and Huevos Rancheros. They kind of toe the line between breakfast and brunch. In their traditional forms, Eggs Benedict, poached egg, Canadian bacon, English muffin, hollandaise sauce. 
that is actually a breakfast item. However, once you start fancying it up and you go, for instance, with the short ribs egg Benedict at Seven Mile Casino, that's brunch. That's weekend brunch. You have suddenly escalated your breakfast into a brunch. So be very careful if you're eating breakfast to go with the traditional Eggs Benedict or Huevos Rancheros. If you are doing any weird additions, uh, you're eating an entirely different meal, which is fine. If you're going for brunch, go for brunch. But we're talking about breakfast. A great omelet is a thing of beauty. But most omelets are not cooked properly, and I would say should be avoided at most times. It's tough to really cook a good omelet, and most people cannot do it. Um, Oh, this is important. When given the choice between the breakfast buffet and ordering off the menu, always order off the menu. Breakfast is best when it's fresh and made to order, not when you go get a bunch of eggs out of a steam tray. Yeah, I know it's appealing. Ooh, I can take 19 strips of bacon right there. The bacon's going to be soggy and floppy coming out of the steam tray. You need breakfast cooked fresh to order. Skip the breakfast buffet. Go off the menu. Coffee, essential component to your breakfast. Coffee has caffeine. If you don't want caffeine, don't order decaf. Just find an herbal tea like I won't judge. If you're at a diner and you like a little creamier in your coffee like I do, put one or two of those little half and halves that you tear the little cover off of and then pour it in. Do that before they come around with the coffee because then you don't have to stir it. it the coffee will just absolutely mix it in very easy. English breakfast tea is the best breakfast tea, but good old Lipton Orange Pico, absolutely acceptable. Uh, orange, apple, cranberry, and tomato are your breakfast juices. Uh, I prefer cranberry, but I know orange is traditional. Go with what works for you. Coffee and pastries, great breakfast choice if you're in a hurry. Bagels, croissant, Danish cinnamon roll. Not the bready cinnamon roll with a hint of cinnamon. I'm talking about the gooey, lots of the cinnamon, brown sugary mixed all melted in there all over the place. Uh, donuts, I like the raised over the cake. Simple, well-made, fresh donut is always better than one of those gourmet bacon-infused monstrosities. How many donuts you should eat? One, if you're not a health freak but a pretty disciplined human being. Two, fairly normal amount of donuts for any self-respecting dad. Three, let's be honest, we've all done it, but it's one too many. Four, you have a problem, maybe avoid the donut store next time. Ooh, donut holes do not count toward the total. In summation, a good breakfast should set you up for the day, not make you want to slip into a food coma and take a nap. That's what brunch is for. Thank you for attending my TED Talk on breakfast, and I hope everybody has a nice day. 12 minutes on the nose, dude. 12 minutes straight on breakfast. It's never been done on radio before. That was... I need a break. That was fantastic. Unbelievable. That was fantastic, Benjamin. Could have listened to it all day. You have a lot of opinions about breakfast. A lot. Well, I, I gave a TED Talk on it. I should have a ton of opinions on breakfast. I think you angered some people. I Mo's think you united in. some people. He says, what in the hell is Woods talking about? Tuned in for four solid minutes of breakfast talk. I said, well, that's Ben. And I asked him to do a TED Talk on any subject. He picked breakfast. He says, I'm sorry for both my mistake and yours. Moe's, I got to tell you, I, the reviews are in and they're fantastic. I mean, they're just, just fantastic. So you're in the uh, minority here, man. You are. I'm sorry. Um But we've got, you we know. We like to experiment a little we bit. We like to experiment show. a little bit. A little, a little bit of jazz. Craig you know, Elston a little bit texted of jazz. me and said I should have played some Bob Dylan underneath there. This would have been <laughs> <Just> fantastic. <laughs> we actually did 14 minutes of Bob Dylan, only 12 minutes of Ben's 17. breakfast. 17. 
12 minutes of Ben's Breakfast TED Talk. You knocked it out of the park. We're going to revisit do. that, I think, in the 8 o'clock hour after Matt Strong. Oh, yeah, we can bring some of that back. I want to comment on certain to. things. and We're not going to replay yeah, well, okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah. We can talk about it, though. Yeah, we'll talk about it. All right, Matt Strom, though, coming up next uh, on the free agent market. Former Padre joins us on San Diego's number one sports and breakfast station. I'm starving. 97.3 The Fan. Starving. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.